This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3057 for Tuesday the 21st of April 2020. Today's show is entitled Formal Verification with Cock. It is the 40th anniversary show of Tuku Toro To and is about 21 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is Tutor 2 talks about formally verifying code. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. I'm Tuukka Turto, and today's episode is about COG. So, COG, uh, that's a French for rooster, is an interactive theorem prover that I have been toying around a little bit recently. So, the, as usual, the, 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 all the code samples and such will be in the show notes. If you can, it might be a good idea to follow along there. So, um, I wanted to do something, uh, some computation about blood types recently. And this is a, this is the simple model that they explain you in the elementary school biology class. So you have a gene that has three alleles and based on those alleles you get a blood type. So there's an allele of A, B and O. And respective flat types are A, B, A, B, and O. So I wanted to model this in COG. So I started by defining types. In COG they are defined as a inductive flat type allele, colon, type, colon equals, and then list of the constructors separated by a pipe. So I have a Plot type A, plot type B, and plot type O. And this is the allele, the specific version of the gene. And each human, most of the time at least, if, if there hasn't been any, any uh, mistakes along the way, have two of these, one inherited from the father and one in, in, inherited from the mother. So, uh, then the plot type, I defined as an inductive plot type, colon type, colon equals, and again the constructors separated by the pipes. So type A, type B, type AB, and type O. This is the resulting plot type. So if you have, uh, for example, you have plot type A and plot type B alleles, you the resulting uh, plot type is type AB. So we need a mapping between these two things, of course. And uh, in COG, there's a 
at least two ways of defining functions. There's a easy, uh, simpler definition, and then there's the fixed point that is used to define recursive functions. The uh, recursive functions can be a bit tricky sometimes because Coq has a uh, requirement that all the functions have to produce a value. So we don't have exceptions and we don't have infinite recursion. So when you are defining a recursive function, you have to define it in a way that the compiler can figure out that if this actually terminates or not. But luckily for us, we don't have to worry about that because our our function plot type with a lower case P is a simple mapping. Like there's a you it gets a two parameters of plot allele and based off the those two parameters it will have a value of plot type. So it's a simple mapping. So it's defined as a definition plot type parent a b colon plot type allele close parent. This is the this defines that there's a two parameters a and b and they are of plot type allele. And then continuous colon plot type. This is the return value colon equals and then comes the actual function definition. Here we have a match a comma b with this is a well, pattern match, basically, and then each pattern is separated with a byte from each other. So there's a plot type A, comma, plot type A, arrow type A. This means that when A is plot type A and B is plot type A, then this function will have value of type A. And then we have a each and every combination here. And Cox compiler will make sure that you cover each and every case. It won't compile code that that doesn't cover each case because like I said, every 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 function in Coq has to always produce a value. They have to be total. This is, this is because I think it, I understood that it's because this is a, a mathematics mathematical tool, so you have to you have to have a if you define a function, you have to have a value for whole domain. Okay, so now we have a function. And we we have a two types. So we can give that function two types, uh, two, two values, and it will produce as a value. We can try that out as in an interactive mode, writing compute, open parent uh, plot type, and then say plot type B, plot type A, close parent, and dot of course. And when we evaluate that, it will produce us a uh, type AB. So this is nice and nice and all. But the interesting part about Coq, like I said earlier, that it is an interactive theorem prover, meaning that you can state theorems and you can prove them or at least try to prove them. So for our our function I have a two theorems. First one is a written as theorem double O results O type colon. This is the name of the 
theorem. Plot type, plot type O, plot type O equals type O dot. This means that when plot type function is applied with plot type O and plot type O parameters, it will have value of type O. This is a theorem. And then proof for that is proof dot reflexivity dot QED dot. Uh, this is a so simple theorem that Koch is able to reason it all by all of it by just reflexivity. It basically just it basically simplifies the left and right side of the theorem. Notice that they are same and is happy. And every theorem always ends with Q, QED. That's Latin from uh, quote erat demonstrantum or some along, along that lines. Basically means this is what was supposed to be proven. In Finnish that's emoti, mikä oli todistettava. Okay, and now if we, if we had a more complex theorem where we would be using our plot type function for some 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 reason and we would we would notice that there's a pattern that matches to this theorem, we could use this theorem in to help solving that more complex theorem. Okay, so let's try another one, a little bit more complex one. This one is called this is written as a theorem, not double O does not result O type colon. So if you have a if you if you have something that is not two plot type O's, you're not going to get a O type as a result. I mean type O as a result. And this theorem is stated as for all open paren P1, P2, colon, plot type allele, close paren, comma. So for for every plot plot type allele, P1 and P2, the following holds. Uh, B1 is not equal to plot type O, or P2 is not equal to plot type O, implies plot type P1, P2 is not equal to type O. So, if plot type function is applied to something that is not plot type O to plot type O values, it will not produce type O result. It will pro produce something else. This theorem does not say anything about that, but it states that it it won't be type O. The proof for this one is a is in the show notes. It's a little bit more longer. I'm not going to go through it line by line because I don't, frankly, I don't understand this theorem, theorem proving well enough so that I could explain it. But the basic idea is that we are using destruct for B1 and B2. That is a case study in the in the theorem proving part. So we are proving this theorem by going through and basically applying plot type function with each and every value and observing what happens. So first we are going to 
going to go with a plot type A and plot type A. And we are using a discriminate tactic to tell Cock to observe that hey, these two, these two things applied to plot type are different than type O. Tactics is a, a sort of a tool used in the theorem proving. There's a reflexivity is the, it's probably the easiest one. It simplifies both sides of the of the uh, theorem and observes that they are the same. Discriminate observes that they are different and destruct makes a case that it goes through every, each and every possible case. There's a lot and lots of these in the in the cog. And I think you can even write your own if if the existing ones for some reason aren't enough. Uh, the third one though, uh, mentioned in the proof is uh, simple. That just simplifies without without uh, trying to observe if they are same or not. And contradiction is the last one that I used in the in the in this uh, theorem. It it basically proves if if you end up with contradiction like true equals to false, you you can use the contradiction to prove that because of this this previous thing holds and in any case. And again the theorem ends in QED, meaning that this has been proven. So now if we have a case, uh, if we have uh, some theorem somewhere else that talks about that has a plot type V1, V2, and we know that the P1 is a something else that plot type O, we know that the result won't be type O because of this theorem. Uh, if you if you pay really close attention, you know that notice that I uh, I define this if then manner. So if this if these parameters are not plot type O, then the plot type V1, V2 is not type O. I could have defined that if and only if, because then it then the relation would hold to the both directions. But I wanted to try with a little bit simple, simple way because now this theorem can be only used from plot type. I mean, this can only used in one direction. If if we had the used the if and only if as a basically the arrow pointing to the both directions, then we could reason it to the both directions. It would be a much stronger uh, theorem. But one step at a time. And then in the show notes, there's a, how this would be written in a mathematical notation. I don't know how to pro pronounce all these things, but basically it's the same. That for all P1, P2, P1 is not plot type O, or P2 is not plot type O, then plot type P1, P2 is not type O. That's basically, that's basically the gist of the thing. So, why, why, why theorem proving? I, of course, could have written this function in a Haskell or any other, any other language and written a bunch of, I could have stared it really sternly and reason inside my head that yes, this works correctly. 
or I could have written a bunch of unit tests. I could have used even QuickCheck to produce me a random data for testing. And with this small function, the QuickCheck most likely will, will cover all possible cases. But with using the mathematical theorem and reasoning and proving it, we can we can show that this is this is exactly how this function works. There's no there's no question about that now. Of course, the theorems are only as good as the as the starting point. So if if I had the specification of this of this function incorrectly, then no no theorem could make it magically magically work correctly. I would only prove that I can only prove that this theorem I mean this function now follows this specification that I was given. But if that specification is incorrect or I misunderstood that, then this tool is not going to fix anything. And and the cog on the other hand, cog will when I make this theorem and prove it, the cog will verify it. It will keep track of that I have covered all the cases and that my reason is sane. So this is a on 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 the other hand this is really powerful tool because now I can give this function these types, these theorems and proofs to a colleague of mine and they can be fairly sure that hey it is that's what it is supposed to do and they can step through the proof line by line and observe how the how the proof evolves and what cock displays while you are while you are proving it. But now 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 that we have a function in the cock, what what can we do with that? Glad that you asked because how I came to this tool is because of the following. We can add at the bottom of the source file for if 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 we had defined this in a module called genes. We can add at the bottom of the source source line source code two lines extraction language Haskell and extraction genes. That's the name of the modules. And when we compile the module it will compile it normally, but in addition to that, it will output Haskell code that I copied in the show notes. The uh, data, data type definitions are quite close to what I have written. And the plot type function has correct signature. It has the correct behavior. The code itself is a little bit odd looking for me. That's not how I would have written it by hand but it does what it is supposed to do. So now that I had I had a originally I had a specification that told me how to how this function is supposed to work. I wrote the types and the implementation of function in Coq using the Gallina language. Gallina is a French for hen by the way. And proved some properties about it. I proved that if you have plot type O, plot type O as a parameters to the plot type function, it will produce a type O. And I also proved that if you have anything else, it will 
never prove. It will never produce type O. So now, now we now we know how the type O plot works in this in this function, and we could write more proofs about how to how to how different how, how different combinations of alleles work. And then we, after proving that code, we extract it into the Haskell. And now, and now I can take that Haskell code and throw it in some program and say that this piece of code don't have to be tested because it has been mathematically proven to be correct. Of course, that's a bit of bit of a stretch because you have to consider how the how it fits into the grander scheme of things, and you might have missed or I might have missed some cases while when proving. Like I said, the result is only as good as the initial specifications and your theorems. Because if you have incorrect specifications or misunderstand the specification and have bad, bad uh, theorems, then this isn't going to fix your code. But if you have those correctly, this will help you to write code that is correct and it's formally formally verified to do what it is supposed to do. Uh, I add a couple links into show notes. There's a, a book, uh, or actually four books, Software Foundations that I have been reading. It starts very, it starts from the very basics and goes all the way to the about writing formally verified algorithms and then there's a cock in a hurry that's a 50 50 page short book that you can read through to have an idea what you can do with this tool uh, that's what i had about this subject for for this time uh best way to reach me is nowadays via email or in the fediverse where i'm tuturto at mastodon.social questions comments feedback is always Welcome to Astra. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.